Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Chemist Warehouse is the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Yeah, Kempe, get it. I know you're up and about. I'm up and about. Louis Herman, what's up and about? We've got Robbie in the house. We've got Neeps on the panels. And we've got Aroha keeping us up to date throughout the morning. It's a big good morning to you, Aotearoa New Zealand, on a Wednesday, the 22nd of March. And it's just after 6 o'clock. A big good morning to you, Tony Kemp. Morena, Morena Dagger. Yes, mate. Oh, what a day. What a day. It's. I'll tell you what, a little bit muckaretty outside too with the... Uh, oh, freezing I, down here. Oh, whew, yeah, man. I just noticed that this morning. Jumped out, had a bit of frost on the... Well, frosty sort of windows, you know. They don't be frost over with hard ice, but um, you jump in the car, seats are cold. It's like, yep, well, that was summer if we had it. It has been <laughs> and it is gone. It is absolutely... About the turn back to, uh, I always, I always know that too. Like end of March, footy season starts. That's when you start to go. Mm. Yeah, we're we're here. Winter's winter's on its way. Yeah, get the boots out, get the mouth guards out. We're ready to rip in, and my young little fella Arlo, he's ready to get into some ripper rugby. Constantly asking me, when are we going to training, Dad? Well, the rain is here. I said to him, when it's cold, son. So no doubt he'll pop out this morning because it's absolutely freezing down here in Ōtetahi Christchurch. Um, and we've got a big day today. We've got uh, PGG rights and turf. We're going to head to field days after this. So it'll be interesting to see if that's going to take place later on this morning. If you're a, th- a lawn enthusiast like myself, you're going to head down there and uh, check out all the latest mowers, all the latest turf. And get a bit of understanding why this power continues to grow on my lawn. So, uh, yeah, we're looking really, really looking forward to to ripping in. But, yep, she's cold and and the tides are turning in terms of the weather. Take care. Look after yourselves. Plenty of rain here. I haven't been able to see if Lake Dag has formed this morning. Hopefully we haven't because, honestly, it was pouring down. Torrential rain throughout the night. Torrential, Kempe. She was pretty, um, pretty crazy. And then I thought, well, it's meant to clear. These next couple of days are meant to be mint. But um, yeah, it still hasn't cleared as of yet. But uh, that's okay. But there's plenty to talk about. And we know we want to talk about that one topic. But we're going to be talking through, uh, about it throughout the morning. We've got plenty of time to have our reaction to what happened yesterday afternoon at about 4 o'clock when Razor Ray was announced as All Blacks coach. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Our Kennard's Hire phone lines will be hot and open throughout 
the morning. But Kempe, Kempe, league. The Warriors announced their team mm. to take on the Bulldogs. A couple of changes coming into that side. Charles Nickel Kolkstag has been announced to start at fullback. You've got Freddie Lussick coming into the hooker role. Hasn't played this year. Uh, this year. Uh, he's been out, but uh, he played 11 times last year. You've got Jackson Ford in for Mitch Barnett, who was out with a neck injury. Big loss. And the, yeah, big loss. Big loss. But Jackson Ford saw signs with him in the preseason to... Fulfill that role? It reminds me of Peter Brown. Uh, you know, played with me in the Kiwi team um, mm. throughout the 90s. You know, he's a. He, I think he could play in the middle at front row quite easily, but he looks very skillful and has hit the ground running this year. Come from come from the clouds, mate, Jackson Ford. Um, unfortunate to, with a with chance to have to sit out a week with this HIA um, protocol, but they both get back in. But Mitch Barnett losing him. Um, I said they might struggle in the middle by moving him to the left edge last week, and the Ford stepped up. They're going to have to step up this week because Mitch Barnett tops the tackle count week in, week out um, in these first three weeks. And someone, oh, to pick that up with Lussick joining the middle too because Wade Egan was going real good in at hooker. So a couple of big, big changes uh, and mm. against the Canterbury side, that's going all right as well. So, um, look, I think after that chat with Webby yesterday, he's got the got their feet on the ground. He knows what they, you know, he knows what he needs to do. He knows what the the team need to do. And the team, I think, are listening to their coach and and are ready to go out there and deliver again. But yeah, big change, big changes. Um, chance at the back, I think that adds to the team. Definitely, he played Mate, really shut well. Down. They've shut down the conversations in regards to chasing a potential hooker because they've got plenty plenty of options at their disposal, they feel. So they were chasing someone over in the Leeds outfit uh, to potentially come over and play in that hooker role, but they've shut down those conversations. Good option. What a right decision in the end? Oh, look, I still think they need a hooker. I still think they need a hooker. I don't think three rounds into a competition when they're going all right see, <laughs> fixes the problems that they have in that hooking position um, and I, you know the young kid that they're chasing up from Leeds it, the name escapes me at the moment I have watched him play he can play too he's walked out apparently of his, his Leeds contract chasing a, a start in the NRL I'd say he'd have a, a few clubs Cruz Leeming yeah it goes, goes real good it goes real good young fella mm. um, but you know that's they're, they're few and far between good hookers at the moment uh, I, I actually think Wade Egan on the back of what this Ford pack, Mitch Barnett, um, Neil Corday, uh forward, you know, Adam Fanua Blake are doing, I think he's going all right at the moment. So, you know, this, it's always injury, as we said, that you go through double figures and in injuries during a 26-round NRL season. And do we have the depth? Well, we get to have a look at Lussick this weekend. You know, he is he is slight. He's he's light in the middle of the park. And he'll get plenty of runners running at him. I'm pretty sure if I was uh, Cameron Serraldo, I'd be aiming my big left edge at him and um, kick out if he sees him and hitting him back on that that cutter runner that comes back underneath the the, the edge edge five eight and heads straight back into the middle of the park at the likes of Lussick. So uh, I know Webby, he would have he would have worked on that. And, yep, plenty of traffic coming his way this weekend. Mate, when you think of Serraldo and the coaching group, what he's done at the Bulldogs, yes, it's only early days, and we tend to get super excited. Why well, I do? Because 
I tipped them last year, and I got laughed at from Eddie Johns. <laughs> you know, and now Serato's gone there, and and his coaching group, and they went to Melbourne, and they destroyed Melbourne at home, which is unfathomable when you're a league man. You think no one can go there and do what they did, but they did it, and they're they're in a bit of a well, they got a bit of a confidence amongst the group. They had a cultural round last week, and they had a big crowd there, and. Mate, have you, have you seen signs for the Serrato group and a change that he's been able to make? A, a team that's been there, it's won titles before, but they've slipped away. You've got Phil Gould amongst it. you got got uh, Serrato gone in there, and he's come from a Panthers outfit that knows the, how they need to win. Like, this this Bulldogs outfit, how do you see it? Yeah, look, I, I see, I think Phil Gould knows how to build uh, a club. You know, you look at just what Penrith... Uh, are at the moment Phil Gould's got a lot to do with that putting that performance centre down there in Penrith and and creating a, a localism that has brought through all these young kids that are playing first grade today and, and filling spots you know losing big stars and filling spots because that high performance centre he has in Penrith is so good so having the opportunity to do that in Canterbury along with a, a Penrith coach because that's the other thing this weekend the, the battle is really um, Cameron Soroldo Andrew Webster both the assistant coaches for Ivan Cleary only, only last year up against each other for the first time so they'll know each other inside out and it'll be one of those games where you're looking across at your mate going yeah I've got to get the first one against you <laughs> um, so it'll be a little bit of banter with that but I do like what Canterbury are doing one of the big things that they've done is they've brought back all their old boys and if you have a look at the Warriors they are starting to do that too so they're ambassadors with Monty Owen Wairangi back in that cultural space um, Kevin Campion who spoke to Staffy earlier in the week there's there's that feel of you know old old boys boys have had success at the club coming back in to help them out and um, it's no surprise that Cameron Sorolda and Andrew Webster are doing that so there's some good signs across across both teams at the moment, both with the same record, a couple of wins and a loss. Uh, you're dead right, Canterbury going down to Melbourne. No, no one does that. Melbourne get uh, Munster back this weekend but lose uh, Jerome Hughes uh, through suspension. It's uh, look, it, You look at the games this week is across, and I had a, a, a look at it this morning and went through, you know, because they select the teams on Tuesday. Man, it's going to be another good weekend of football. You know, you got Brisbane playing the Dolphins. You've got first up Parramatta playing Melbourne, both desperate for a, to, uh, Penrith. Uh, Parramatta playing Penrith, the, the Battle of the West. Like the games are just set up at the moment with with where your position is on the ladder, where you go. Well, who am I going to pick? Like Maltese, if you could pick it, would be <laughs> out the gate. <laughs> but that, that um, Broncos Dolphins game, they've sold they sold it out like in a couple of hours or a couple of minutes. It was something. F- Phenomenal that they were able to sell it, and then you look at the member numbers. Well, the Dolphins are sitting at twenty thousand members, signed-on members already, plus another five thousand since I've started winning games. Three thousand, uh, three games straight. So people have started to believe. Like this game, it feels like it's an Origin game at Suncourt. The Battle of Brisbane is going to be taking place. And so you got two form teams. And everyone's talking about like the, the Dolphins. They are riding a bit of a wave at the moment. They were one injury or a couple of injuries. That was the only doubts last year we had is with, with the Dolphins is the injuries that could impact this team. But continue to ride this wave because it is something um, to, to enjoy as a league fan. So well done. If you're a Dolphins supporter and you're over there in Brisbane, you're able to go to that game. It will be so, so good. What are our ticket numbers for the sale 
of uh, the Warriors the war- game. Is it yeah. sold out yet? No, look, apparently the sales are going really well. I'm, I'm expecting a mm. big crowd in there uh, come Sunday afternoon at four o'clock kickoff. There'll be it's a great it's a great day on a Sunday at four when you're playing you're playing yep. during the day. You know that's our normal. Um, time to play rugby league in this country. Of course, it's our first game at home, so the way that the Warriors are going, expecting a big crowd down there. But just talking a little bit more about this Dolphins-Bronco game, here is an example of why a second team in New Zealand will work. You know what I mean? So you've got Redcliffe, basically, which is everyone saying, don't call them the Dolphins, call them Redcliffe. And we're up against the Broncos, the other team in town, and we're battling it out. You know, you could just could you imagine a team... Another New Zealand team coming up here to play, or playing it somewhere oh, else yeah. in New Zealand, say at the new stadium down in Christchurch, and you got two New Zealand teams playing. It'd be, it'd be crazy. It sort of brings back that tribalism within your country, within your, <laughs> your state. And you're right about um, the Dolphins and Broncos. Look, I think for me, Manly and the Broncos are two standout teams in the competition after three rounds. Um, you have a look at the way Manly are playing; they're just so dominant at the moment. But the way that the Broncos made St. George look average in the end because it was a close game up until 10 minutes to go. Reese Walsh getting a couple again. Um, yeah, they just, they, they those young kids, they look like they've grown up. Those young kids yeah. in that Brisbane side, they look like they've grown up. So that's a question I want to ask you, Louis. Louis Herman, well, good big good morning to you, my friend. Um, Reese Walsh. Like, I've been watching this Reese Walsh and I'm thinking, where were you? Where were you, Reese? Like, yeah, as a Warriors fan, you'd be thinking, yeah, we saw signs of him, um, you know, being competitive and showing his form. But over there, he has been on another level. Like, just goes to shows when you're happy and, you, and your life's, you know, complete outside. Rugby take care, f- football take care of, takes care of itself. Like, Reese Walsh, have you been surprised with his form as of late, Louis? Morning, boys. Um. I mean, probably not because you knew what talent he had, but he was always, I mean, he's just so young. Like, he's just so, so, so young, so, so prone to stupidity, right? We're just all idiots at a certain age and, you know, he's probably back in a more conducive environment to succeed closer to where he grew up. You know, in hindsight, the I don't think Reese Walsh, actually, we knew this. Reese Walsh was never the Warriors' saver, especially in the in that Warriors squad, you know. It'd be a bit. This is the thing with the Warriors that Kempi has always spoken about. You have to take swings because you can't get the guys at the. You can't get Joey Manu when Joey Manu is Joey Manu, right? So you got to try get them when when they're not the player that they will once be, and then hope that mm. they can kind of evolve faster, and then you know they feel some sort of loyalty. But it just didn't work out. So I'm not surprised, Kempi. You? No, look, look. It's a, there's a telling picture that came up this week um, when Reese got his first. Broncos jersey, and if, I, don't, I don't know if you guys remember the conversation last year. He actually said, look, I've got a child and I need to get home, and he's holding his baby. You know what I mean? So you, you think about it as, you know, we're both parents and you've got your yeah. your, your kid and you're in an your environment that you, you, you grew mm. up in and you're home and you're happy. And and around it, you know, the one thing I've noticed about Reese Walsh, and even though they've got that banter, you know, that American banter when they're scoring tries and carrying on like pork chops, I think. Um <laughs> <laughs> they, they are Brisbane pretty solid in the in the way that they behave, you know. And I think, mm. I think you've got to take your hat off to Kevy Walters in this instance because he was under the pump mm. with that side that went. He was in the eight and got bundled out of it with losing eight in the row. 
I think it was eight in a row at the back end of the season got bundled out. They were never – they were in the four at one stage. They went to the back end of the eight and then they got bundled out at the end. Because everyone knew – I think Matty Johns picked them last year to play in the final. Because everyone knew with the pain houses and, and the likes that are in that side that those kids could play football. That's what I mean. Like, you look at them last week, for instance, where they hung in that game and blew them off the pitch in that last 15 minutes. They, it looks seriously looks like that Brisbane team, scary as it is, have grown up. They mm. pain house. Did you watch that game? Pain yeah, house was, was going through the it's line. Unreal. And if I was a, if I was a fullback, I'd be just running every line off him because he just was <laughs> just blokes couldn't. Hit. He was like like the Hulk, mate. Well, here's a nice little pass to you on the right. Here's one on the <laughs> left. You know, it's it's so good to watch. So, um, Reese Walsh has been a factor of of how well that that Brisbane side's yep. going. And and Louis's right. He wasn't the Warriors' saver savior. There was a big cultural shift that had to happen within the the Warriors side, and I think you know Andrew Webster has gone gone a long way to to shift that. And the conversation he had with us on 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 Monday, which we played yesterday, basically said, "Keep your feet grounded." And and like you said with Toyu Harris, like we're anxious, we don't know where we stand if if we got a position one <laughs> week from the other. It's really funny because I was talking to Jay about it last night. It sort of reminds me of two thousand and one. When we just sort of you know came in and didn't really care about players, just wanted to pick team, a team that wanted to play, um, it feels a little bit like that. He's got them all sort of sitting there going, "Well, am I being picked this week?" Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely totally agree there, Kempi and Louis. Thank you so much for your thoughts on on Reece Walsh and talking a bit of rugby league. Remember today, three from four, run it straight with Tony Kemp and Sam Hewitt, so you'll get your rugby league fix. And the Dolphins are riding a wave of gold, is he, from Tim? They surely are. And spot on, tribalism, Southern Bears v Warriors, yes please, Uncle PJ. That is from PJ and well, I caught up with Colin Mansbridge yesterday and gave him a little wink and said, come on CEO, how good would it be to see a new Southern Bears team down at that new yeah. stadium and he had a wee little giggle and he said, well, I can I can see a chairman in you one day, Israel. And I said, how? No, politics and dag, no good. Nearly got <laughs> fined when I went that when I went that way. But anyway, we'll continue to carry on because we've covered a lot of league chat and it is now time to give away a pair of brand new, all new ZG23 Ranger golf shoes from Adidas. So who do you think? Or what do you think Scott Razor Robinson's favourite club is in the bag and why? Double eight double three or oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven if you want to win these shoes. They're absolute doozies. I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna start it off. Oh, I think it's the it's the pitching wedge. Pitching wedge will be his favourite club. Because he continued to chip away, and he chipped away, and he chipped away, and he chipped away, and he chipped away, and finally, he got that hole in one, and his life is complete. So pitching wedge for me, lads, pitching wedge. Hold yours, we'll come back after the break and get your club of the bag, and uh, let us know, double eight, double three. The pitching wedge, uh, pitching wedge for Dagger will be his club of choice, I feel. And it's now 22 past six, and it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Sandwich for me, surfer. (laughs) (laughs) Loves a beach. 
Loves it. Loves a bunker. Loves a beach. Hey, um, hey, we've got a new All Blacks coach, boys, and we're going to rip into this right through, right through till nine o'clock. We, I love what you're doing, Izzy. We're pacing ourselves because it's, <laughs> it's so, there's so much to get to. Here's one to start us off, and we will cover every which a- angle of this 0800-150-811 and double eight double three. Here's one to start us off. Scott Razor Robertson, describe Razor in one word from your perspective. Because I know we, you know, you know him as he Kimpy. You've spoken to him and observed him. I'm a fan of him. Double eight, double three. We've all seen him go about his work. We all have different perspectives on Razor. One word. That's what I want. Welcome back. Plenty of club options coming through in terms of Razor Ray. What club would be his choice of club in terms of golf to win yourself some ZG23 range of golf shoes from Adidas. Keep them coming. Uh, but before then, we've had a message from Brooke Rotella. Chucky! Hey, gum, bud. Hope you're well. Morning, guys. Great to see Razor named as AB's coach. Who do you think the coaching group to take over the Crusaders could be? Wow, that is a big debate and a hot topic at the moment. Obviously, a bit of a a bit of a hole to fill there for the Crusaders. I'm sure those conversations would have been taking place for a very, very long time. Just a couple of names that rattle off. Andrew Goodman, ideal Scotty Hansen, whether if he's not a part of that All Blacks coaching group. Um it'd be hard to see anyone Ooh, I'd see him in the coaching group of the All Blacks. But there's it's hard to believe that they'll actually go away from their normal formula of picking someone outside of the region. They tend to pick someone that's got a real genuine connection to the region. But we'll continue that debate uh, throughout the morning after 7 o'clock. We have got a big show for you coming up. And remember Mark Robinson, Robbo, he's after 8 o'clock and we'll continue that chat. So it's great to have the CEO of New Zealand Rugby on later in the hour. But we asked the question, describe Razor from your perspective in one word. And Louie, Tim has stole and John has stolen your word. Have you got another one? No. Well, there's plenty, but winner, winner, because he just wins. He's got an extremely high win rate for a professional mm. coach. Every stop, every post, he's made a winner, so that was the natural mm. one for me. Beautiful. There you go. I've gone successful. I had another one, emotional. <laughs> he's a very emotional bugger, uh, but he's got a genuine connection with players. So, yeah, successful winner. I think they go in the same bracket for you, Kempi. Uh, just yeah, picking up on Louis's um, point there, he had a 83.2% win rate. Um, Ted only had 80.1, and and Hanson only had 77.4. So he's got a pretty high rate going in there. Winners and all that mm. sort of stuff are, are good words for me. Energizer, I think Razor brings energy, mate. Lots of it with the way that uh, he just gets out there and does things different. You know, so I'm looking forward to. Seen Razor take the helm in 2024 for four years. How good. Well, there you go. You've led it into Craig from Taranaki. Club is the driver because he's now at the helm. He is now at the helm. <laughs> How good is this? And this one's an absolute gem. Hybrid for me. Rescue club because he has now come to the rescue. There you go. Leave your name at the bottom of that. That is outstanding. I'll read this last one from Mark from Tauranga, who I have to say thank you for the chocolate. The kids actually absolutely destroyed that little chocolate bunny you gave me yesterday for the kids, and my wife <laughs> was absolutely spewing because that was right before bedtime, and they struggled to get to sleep. But that's okay. Morena, lads, and Aroha. Firstly, congrats to Raze. I personally think this will make the coach. The All Blacks go better without coaching noise now. Also, if when the Southern Bears happen to, do you think the 
likes of Jordan Ricky, Christchurch born and bred, would come back and play. My club for Razor, the trusty five iron club that always gives it all and goes further than expected due to hard work. Mark from Tauranga, that is an absolute gem. Keep those messages coming through, double eight double three oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven on the Kennard Tire phone line. Describe Razor from your perspective in one word and also Razor Ray's favourite golf club in the bag and why and you could win yourself a pair of ZG23 golf shoes. Coming up, headlines with Louis. But before then, here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Thank you, Aroha. It's time for some headlines with Louis. Brought to you by Bunnings. Power your business with Bunnings. Trade power pass, Louis. We remember when Razor told us that he had a, a 10-year coaching window left or 12-year or whatever it was and he kind of wanted to be working in his prime. Well, Roy Hodgson's been reappointed Crystal Palace manager at age 75 and Rick Patino in college basketball has just got a new job at St. John's trying to bring them back to some of their glory and he's in his 70s as well. So coaching coaches, if you've got the hunger for it, you can go deep. Razor, of course only in his early 50s and definitely in the prime of his career. That's the overwhelming story, sports story uh, coming through this morning. Um, Not necessarily surprising at all. Uh, Yesterday when he sat there, it was a a whole lot of relief on his face. It's happened very quickly. We can ask Mark Robinson about the appointment process and how quickly it happened. He said he got a couple of selfies with people in Wellington when they asked him what he was doing in Wellington. He said, just a couple of meetings. So he wasn't lying, (laughs) but this is what he had to say when he first sat down and got to tell people how he was feeling first of all. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> um, look, first I want to start off as um, all-back 974. Um, to be able to coach the all-backs means a lot to me. Um, my full respect and professional, the boundaries that's required with the current group and making sure they set up so they can perform at this Rugby World Cup and, and go away and, and, and perform and get, get the World Cup for, for the all-backs. So it's great to be here today, but I understand um, my roles and responsibilities. Um, but extremely excited to make the phone calls to my mum and dad, Mo and Joe. It's pretty special. They're an emotional couple, um, and, and my wife Jane and, and my, my kids. So uh, yeah, it's been a big, big forty-eight hours. So you used the word emotional, Izzy, and Razor used it as well very quick into his address as the All Blacks coach pending. Mo and Joe, his parents, and Jane, it's obviously something he has been taught from a young age to be yourself and not to be afraid to be emotional. And I'm guessing, and from what I've learned from you, he uses that as a tool to inspire players. Yeah, he's got an unbelievable touch, uh, knack of just bringing you in. And taking you under his wing and, and just, like, a lot of coaches, they don't really show that, the genuine care for someone. And, and Razor, he, he genuinely cares about people and his athletes and and the people, not not just the players, like, the, the whole environment. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll bring the whole of New Zealand rugby, whether you're in the Wellington office, you're in the Auckland office, he'll bring you into the cauldron. And you are a part of that team and what they do. And, he, and that's what he, he tends to do. It's not just about the playing group, which it can be easily all about, but it's, in, it's about everyone as a group doing their roles, nailing what they're, what they're doing and, and bringing them a part of the family. Because it is one big family. Not only just New Zealand rugby, like the whole yeah. of New Zealand. He'll, yeah. win, 
he'll inspire and he'll entrench you into that group and it's um that's his what's his biggest asset his ability to to include and to bring everyone through it's it's yeah it's such a good thing he is an emotional man and I guess he's emotional because it's been a long journey for him and we're going to touch on it after seven o'clock we are off the back fence with Tony Kemp we've got my bomb squad and it's a it's a couple of hours dedicated to you out there double eight double three or oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven after seven o'clock we'd love to hear from you we want your calls coming through in in regards to Razor Ray and his support. And if you don't support it, that's okay because I've been doing a bit of reading out there. There are his doubters. You know, I was doing some looking on, on Facebook and people were like, oh, there you go, I'm selling my jersey for $1 reserve, my supporter's jersey, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, I want to ask these blokes. I'm like, why? Can you tell me why? And I know exactly why. It's because Razor's different. It'll be because Razor's different. And it's, he can, you know, that dancing, it irritates people, doesn't it? <laughs> it irritates people. But is he different? <laughs> but is he different? Or is, is the, or is the oh, hierarchy, <laughs> is the hierarchy um, just outdated? Because mm. he's not, when you look at it, he's not different. You know what I mean? It is, it is normal to get out there and enjoy yourself in front of your team. Like that stuff that you're talking about, bringing a team together. And bringing everyone into mm. the cauldron, that is an art. Mm. Works, workspaces find that really hard to do. Everyone's looking after their own backyard. They don't buy into culture. They don't buy into what you're doing in your workspace. And if Razor can get in there, what have we been talking about for the last 12 months about that with the NZR? If Razor can do that, mate, he is a champion. Yeah, there's a separation there at the moment. And we've got to get rid of that because we've got to support Foster and, and this group going to the World Cup and, and really buy into what they're about to do. But there's a big change coming and uh, that separation won't be a part of uh, Razor Ray's coaching group. I can wholeheartedly say that 100% that he'll be trying to unite everyone and, and keep everyone together. There is plenty to cover and I'm going to rip through a couple of these messages in terms of the golf and uh, some one-liners, some one-words that you and really entails Razor Ray. Tim, he's inspiration. He's inspirational and we ex- we know that 100%. And Jack Harrington, he's sent for a few gems actually. Razor Club will be the driver as he's driving the ABs to their fifth World Cup <laughs> after this year. Jack, love it. Another one from you, Jack. Oh, how's this, lads? Razor doesn't have a favourite club. He connects well with all his clubs like he connects well with all his players. Jack again. Oh, Jackie, you are just going a long way to win yourself those shoes, mate. Keep them coming. I know you got that brain thinking, and it's thinking nicely. Absolutely love it. There's a gem from you. And one more from Brett. Eight Iron Brothers fires that $9 Pro V1 pin high onto the dance floor so you can make it backspin to the within two foot. Charge the green, only cats lay up, Brett. <laughs> um, only, only cats lay up, never ever lay up, He's Brett. a Geelong supporter. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so good. All right, it's time for Quizzy Dad. Give us a call, 0800-150-811 on the Kennard's High phone line. Take on the Quizmaster, the Ismaster. We've got a bit of racing coming up as well because we've got a meeting at Pukakaui later today. And Turf Days, if you're here in Utetai Christchurch, it's going ahead.
I've had the word from Marky Mark. It's gone here. He's got me a nice heater. He's got me uh, some good food, good coffee. And we're going to rip into turf days later on today. But Quizzy Dag, give us a call right now. This is how you do it. Quizzy Dag, come play it. This is how we do it. Quizzy Dag, come play it. Quiz is on the line. Just one at a time. Don't Google a lie. Phone a friend, you'll be fine. Just listen for the signs. TAB with the prize. 50 bucks if you wise. If you're wrong, and then we'll say goodbye. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Quizzy, they come play it. Quizzy, they come play it. 0800 150 811. Now give us a call. Yes, welcome back. Plenty of messages coming through in regards to golf clubs. Absolutely love it. Keep them firing through and some absolute one-liners. Hey, eh? oh, Jack Harrington, you're leading the way at the moment, my champion. But uh, there's a couple of gems that have come through, and we'll get to those shortly. But it's time for time for Quizzy Day. We're going to cross over to Wellington, Upper Heart. Richie, morning. Morning, Izzy. Morning, morning, morning. Good luck, mate. We're going to get you paid today. Here we go. Which NBA coach has the highest winning percentage of all time? Clue Kempe, please. Oh, great shave. Great shave. Yep. Um, good luck to the next person answering this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richie. Have a good day, my friend. Kerry. How you going, Kerry? Morning, boy. Morning. Which NBA coach has the highest winning percentage of all time? Great. Which great NBA coach? He's a great. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is correct. Well done. Question number Two, Phil Jackson is not the answer to this question, so which movie character was the owner, head coach, and starter of the Flint Tropics basketball team? Jeez, uh, grab a clue back. Grab a clue back, Yeah, you're not in full time. Half time, that. Nah, nah. Wouldn't have a clue. Cheers, boys. All good, Kerry. Have a good day, mate. Luke from Dunedin. He's a semi-pro. Semi-pro. There's a clue for you. Semi-pro. Lukey. Lukey. I'm here. Hello, Luke. Hello, Luke. Good morning to you, How my you? friend. Good, good thank you. Phil Jackson is not the answer. The answer for this, he's a semi-pro. Um, so he's not a full-time coach, but here we go. So which movie character was the owner, head coach, and starter of the Flint Tropics basketball team? <laughs> oh, which movie you'll character? You'll laugh, you'll laugh, you'll laugh your hardest. Plums. Oh, Plums. Plums. Oh. No good, no good. Okay, okay. No good. Come on. Give us a give us a throw it out there something something. Well, I know Will Ferrell's in it. Is that good enough? Mm, 
close, but nah, need the name. Nah. Need the name. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Lukey. Have a good day, mate. We're going to need an Ed from Tolaga. Morning, Ed. Morning, bro. Um, was it Jackie Moon? Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon is correct. Question number three. Which former NFL coach has the video game named after him? First and last name. I don't know. Next. <laughs> All right, Ed. See you later. We're going to go to Leroy from the mighty Gisborne Tairafati area. Morning, Leroy. Morning, Leroy. Uh, Morning, Leroy. Uh, Morning, Morning. But uh, Clue Kimby? He's a madman. Oh, Scott Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's I not Scott Robertson. Yeah, later. <laughs> all, all good, Leroy. Have a good day. Lemmy. Morning, Lemmy. Oh. Hey, brother. Morning. Hey, quickly, quickly, quickly. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anyone. Don't know. Quickly, doom, doom, come true. Scott Robinson got the uh, deep ball black, and Manuel Chiu going to beat the Canterbury. See you later. Bye. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know the answer, nah? Okay. See you later, Brad from Dunedin. <laughs> Brad. Brad. Brad, yeah, which weird, former weird, NFL Brad. coach has the video game named after him? First and last name. What, what was that, sorry? <laughs> which former NFL coach has the video game na- named after him? If you're a gamer, you should know this. First and last name. Oh, last name. Madden. First name. Oh. Honey. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, Brad. John Madden. Madden NFL. There you go. Uh, question oh, number yeah, four. Madden. Yeah, John Madden. Here we go. Question number four. Out of Sir Graham Henry, Sir Steve Hansen, and Scott Robinson currently, who has the highest winning percentage as a professional rugby head coach? Uh, Three. Would it be Razor? Razor is correct. There you go. 83%. Question number five. To win it, in what year did Razor make his first class debut as a player? God, Jesus Christ, I probably wasn't alive. Um, <laughs> Are you alive? You sound older than me. Oh, I'm, I'm much younger than you, Tiggy. <laughs> um, oh, 98. Two. Two is 98 is incorrect. Sorry, Brady, have a good day. We're going to go to Jade from Hamilton. Morning, Jade. Yeah, morning, brother. How are you? Good, thank you. What year did Razor make his first class debut? 95 was a bad penny. 95 is correct. $50 TAB bonus bet coming your way. That was a toughie. That was a Daryl toughie right down the seam. And you got that one finally. Well done, Jade. That is all yours. $50 TAB bonus bet. Love racing coming up. LoveRacing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing. We're two minutes away from 7 o'clock, and today we're racing at a showery Pukekohe. Heavy ace at the moment. That will probably deteriorate hearing uh, what Kempi has mentioned about the weather this morning. So it's not bottomless yet, but just watch the weather. I think I've got a moral for you no matter what, though. Um, well, I actually... No idea whether she'll get through the heavy track, so that's a stupid thing to say. But in race number 9, <laughs> Chevelle Dior is coming out of races where the Oaks horses were running. I don't know whether Chevelle Dior Pikey just decided she wouldn't get the 2400 of the Oaks, so didn't press press forward with that. But she started at $3.60 
in the Sunline Vars against Sakura Girl, Sadak and Marvelous. Sakura Girl went on to then start a $4 favourite in the Oaks. So essentially what we're saying is the market would probably have had Cheval Dior as an Oaks favourite. Now she turns up in a maiden over 1600 today at Pukekohe in race number 9. She's paying $1.80. There's probably about to be a million scratching, so I hope you've already had your bets and you're not going to cop deductions. She's the best bet on the card. Race 4, Tears for Fears, has already been backed as well. A Nigel Tiley runner uh, gets the great one, OP on. That's the two horses I'd be multiing together, but I reckon we're about to get smacked up by deductions because it's a wet thoroughbred meeting at Pukekohe later today, is he? Beautiful. Another day of racing and midweek racing. You cannot beat it. Uh, another couple of misses. Razor's favourite club will be a pitching wedge because he's a chip off the old block. Keep those coming. A big couple of hours dedicated to you. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Good morning, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ. It's just after 8 o'clock and it's been a big old morning to boot. We've been talking rugby, we've been talking Razor Ray, we've been talking Ian Foster. Well, because it's quite hard not to talk about it because there was a huge announcement yesterday with Scotty Robinson being announced as the All Black coach in 2024 for a four-year deal. And we asked the question earlier on, if you want to win some brand-new Adidas golf shoes, the ZG23 range of golf shoes from Adidas, you have to send through a messages in, return, in regards to what would be Razor's favourite golf club in the bag and why. And... Here's a good one. G'day Izzy and Kempi. Razor is like a good six and seven iron. He played both those positions for Bad Plenty Canterbury Crusaders and the All Blacks, both very versatile. And nothing better than hitting a good six iron 180 metres and a seven iron 165 metres. That's with the wind hard up your date, of course. Love to have a <laughs> pair of these Adidas shoes, so hook a brother up. Cheers, Rushy. That is Simon. Honestly, I don't know who's going to pick the winner. We'll give it to you. Some really good text gym. messages today. That, that one from Paddy was there special. Oh, there's been some gems. There is plenty more that we'll get through, but we will not keep the man of the hour waiting any longer. It is settled. Scott Robertson is your All Blacks coach for four years, taking over from Ian Foster after this year's World Cup. So much needed clarity for everyone involved after the better part of a couple of years' worth of debate. Razor got the job. He has always wanted it, and it might not have been the most smooth sailing hiring process at all points, but NZR eventually got their man CEO of New Zealand Rugby, Mark Robinson, is with us now this morning. Good morning, Mark. Morning, men. How are we? Morena. Good, thank you. Good, thank you. How pleased are you with this appointment, first of all, Mark? Oh, look, it's it's always you know nice to have major decisions um, resolved and finalised, isn't it? So uh, we're really really pleased for Scott. Obviously, um, delighted for our organisation uh, to have you know clarity for the future, as you say, um, sorted out, and and we think it's good for the game going forward as well, right across the board. So. Uh, really pleased, and now you know switching focus pretty pretty quickly again to get back in behind Fozzie and and uh, and the All Blacks and this incumbent group to make sure we set them up as as best as possible for World Cup later in the year. Hey, Mark, it's Kimby. Can you take us from woe to go the process that you went through to um, hire Razor, and was there anyone else uh, that put their name, put their hand up? Oh, look, we had a um, Kimby. We had a. You know, we had a, a range of discussions, obviously, from 
from the back end of uh, last year through until more recent times. We had a really good understanding uh, of the coaching environment, both you know domestically in New Zealand and um, and across the world as it related to Kiwis primarily, but not you know not completely closed um, to the idea of you know foreign coaches being involved at, at different levels of the game. Um, and you know obviously there's some challenges at different stages that we we couldn't necessarily control around some some communications. Uh, but once we made the decision to get into uh, confirming the position to go early, we moved pretty swiftly to to get into a process. It was contestable and probably wouldn't be drawn on too much more other than that. Kempi, we well, we we've been clear. We had a panel. We had um, you know uh, some time the candidates had with the panel, and uh, and then we made um, decision soon after that, and, and Rosa presented to the board yesterday, and we confirmed the decision soon after that. And we're all about breaking news here on SCNZ with Izzy and Kempi Robbo, and we will ask the question. Yesterday, you never really elaborated on how many people actually applied for the job. Can you elaborate a little bit more, Robbo? I can't, sorry, guys. I mean, we've been really clear um, right through out this. We, any normal employment you know, process in New Zealand um, wouldn't be going through and... and um, uh, we feel compromising people like that by sharing that sort of information. So, again, we're really happy with the process. We're really happy. It's been rigorous, uh, robust, fair. Um, but there's so, you know, we can only go so far in terms of sharing information. And we feel that um, you know it's most important where we've landed around the outcome. And uh, we want to you know obviously keep some of those things confidential. Well. Fozzie was overseas, and obviously not ideal timing for him. Yesterday you spoke. You haven't really heard too much from Fozzie. He would have woken up and seen the news. How's Fozzie feeling? Oh, look, we like I say we've been we've been tra- a lot of us have been travelling. Um, I was travelling for a few weeks, you know, um, from the back end of uh, February. We've had you know a lot of um, people involved with his wider management. Obviously, travelling, setting up for for Paris and, and World Cup in France. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been ideal, um, and, I, and I can't speak for him right now. Obviously, we've been uh, we've had a little bit of text um, contact. And I know some of our guys have spoken to him um, as soon as they really could prior to the um, you know announcement. So yeah, it's it's just it's none of this stuff is ideal sometimes, but I think everyone respects the fact that the sport is a global game. We've got lots of people moving in lots of different directions all the time, and uh, we did the best given that um, situation. Hey Mark, just uh, given the given the time that you've been talking to Razor, um, which has been a few months, and then the swiftness of the s- decision to put him in his place, are we expecting other people uh, to be um, joining Razor as well? Oh, look, we'll get to that probably next week, um, Ken. People, we've got to be really careful. As we've said all along, from today onwards, we're we're making sure we provide as much clear runway for Foz to get on and and do well in the tournament and. Um, so we've got to balance, you know, planning for the future with ensuring that, um, you know, he, he's got the right environment to go forward and, and prepare his team. So uh, we'll just make sure that between our high-performance guys and the people that lead our our contracting discussions, um, Ian and Scott, that we've we've got really good alignment around that and um, and do it in the best way possible. But haven't, you know, we've had a few conversations internally with an NZR about that, but we haven't, you know, had extended conversations. Um, with, with Razor and Ian. This would have been difficult for you, Robbo. How difficult was it to, to balance the strike, celebrate and crown a new coach while still being respectful to the man doing the job for another season? Oh, look, we're, we're really clear, um, Izzy. We've, you know, yesterday was the day to recognise Scott. We're pleased for him. Mm. 
yeah. you know, uh, a piece for his family, uh, and that was a moment in time. I think he understands, we understand, we draw a line under that now. Uh, beyond beyond chatting to you two, this is probably some of the last media I'll do on it. Uh, Raises <laughs> focusing on on winning a trying to win a super title and, and get up for this weekend. Obviously, it's a big game down there, so. Um, you know, I think in this professional environment, life moves on pretty quickly with things. Everyone understands their roles. Yeah. We've got really good clarity now. Um, and Foz, I think he gets back into the country. We, we get together and we, we map out, as I said before, how we, how we approach the tournament. They're, they're, I should say their plans are really advanced too. We had a really good review session with them before um, they took off overseas, um, him, Jason and Joe, and, and got an update on their planning and they were really well advanced. So... You know, it's just now about how we can support them to do well. Mark, you're right. You did. You did right about professional sport. You know, in the NRL, we have coaches coming coming thick and fast, one after the other, and it happens all the time. Um, but in this whole process, it's about learning. Have you taken away because it has been a bit of a sideshow for the last sort of six months? Have you taken away anything from this whole process that you could possibly do better? And if you've looked at it and you could do it all over again, what would that be? Oh, I think it's too early to say, you know, that, that Kempi, we've, we only, you know, we've only sort of finalised things yesterday. Um, and I've been really clear and consistent, um, I guess when you say six months, we've sort of, we've been really clear from last year that um, Fozzie is absolutely supported in this management group through to the World Cup. Um, and then we recognised, uh, you know, earlier on this year um, that that we were considering a, a move to go early. We... The other thing I'd say is the scrutiny involved and the fact that we can't control what everyone else says around this is, makes rugby in New Zealand a, a unique position. I'm not, I'm not bemoaning that because it's amazing we have such passion behind the sport and such interest. It's, it's one of the great things that you know, we enjoy um, as a code. So that's just a reality for us. Um, but as I say, once, once we were able to confirm um, that we were going early, the, the process and behind that we're, we're reasonably, uh, we're very happy with. Um, clearly there are a few things maybe prior to that time we could have done differently but yeah pr- probably too early to reflect and give you any detail around that How are you feeling Robbo? Are you still getting your hair left? <laughs> well I saw you uh, I saw you on a plane the other day Izzy. you were sleeping quite nicely I, thought, I looked at myself and thought geez, I wish I could just calf out on a plane like that um, but um, I, I'm good you know we've, we've got a uh, we've got a great um, team here doing some incredible work you know it's just a reality that sometimes the big, you know, the, the the big high profile things take up a lot of um, speculation and, and airtime. But there's a huge amount of great work going on. We just had updates around, you know, some of the viewership around Super Rugby, which is up significantly. Some of our initial um, participation stats across uh, boys, girls, women, and men um, playing wise is up significantly. Our coach participation rates up for this time of the year, as well as our referee um, participation rates. So. You know, we think the law changes that have come into the game, both in the professional and amateur game, are landing really well. Um, got some, you know, good momentum around style and, I guess, the on-field product at the moment, which is exciting. So, you know, there's lots of lots of really good stuff going on too. Um, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to the future. I'm looking, you know, hugely looking forward to the next few few months. We've got a new chair in place and Dame Patsy Reddy, who's doing a great job and and really making starting to make her mark on the organisation enjoying working with her. So, no, we're, we're in good shape and um, looking forward to the future, as I said. Yeah, a lot of, there's been a lot of angst amongst our listeners this morning just in re- regards to the All Blacks, how their sole focus is on New Zealand rugby and, and the All Blacks and kind of forgetting about the pathways. Is that quite a 
uh, the wrong opinion you feel like you feel like the whole entire pathway in New Zealand rugby are continuing to look after everyone not just the the Black Ferns and, and the All Blacks Oh, look, we've never invested, you know, more into the community game. As you think, we've got just over $40 million going into, you know, our provinces this year. A large chunk of that is dedicated to running uh, the community game. And we're focused around, as you say, teenage, as I said before, um, you know, the community game at the moment is obviously women and girls strategy we're about to launch, which we're massively excited about. That's in early April. We'll be t- talking more about that. We've got some cool initiatives around the secondary school space we're, we're rolling out our coach development in the community game um, so you know we're, you know, we're, we're really clear that we, we want to see greater investment there, um, you'll see the under 20s tournament in Taupo at the moment attracting a huge amount of interest because the talent on show, we've got teams from the Pacific coming into that as well as our five um, clubs we're looking at having conversations with um, Japan about how we um, progress in terms of having a, a memorandum of understanding with them around what the future of fixtures look like between our two countries. So, you know, and that, and that goes to pathways as well as the the top end of the game that you asked about. So, you know, we we've got more work to do. We're never the finished article. Yep. You'll, you'll know, and, and so will Kempi from your days. You never, yeah, you're never the finished article in this development space and pathway space. We we think we can always do better, but we've got a lot of good stuff happening too. We're looking forward. First time in a few years that we're actually able to run the. You know, Junior World um, Cup again, so the under twenties off to South Africa. We think we've got a pretty, um, a pretty good group coming through at the under nineteen, then under twenties level, which we're excited about. So, you know, our, our challenge here is to develop them quickly and and be able to retain them, and a lot of work's going into that as well. Now, quickly, we're just going to tack back, and, and just before we let you go, look, change is imminent, and I know there'll be a lot of angst amongst the management group. How much change is potentially going to happen to the All Blacks? Just before we let you go, I just want. To Bit of clarity. Oh, look again. It's it's not for me to say right now. Um, that's mm. you know we've got. But does Razor get our... full full control of who comes in and, and who stays like on a management level? Uh, from from next year, yeah, we'll be looking for him to you know wrap the team that he wants around him and, and the work to get okay. there. Um, yep. Well, we we just need to take a little bit of time as to how that how that looks. Awesome. Okay. Um, thank you, you know, so much, Robo. Well, the last thing I'd say is we've had, you know, we've had a lot of um, positive feedback, despite what's swirling about, you know, the fact that people have got clarity and certainty now um, okay. to be able to have yep. those conversations too. So I think, you know, we're looking forward to getting into that and treating our people, you know, with a huge amount of care as we work through it. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect for the people in the back room because they did so much for me over my time. I can just imagine. Uh, a little bit of anxiety yep. that might be potentially flowing around, so the utmost respect to them yep. and, and how it's all been going to be handled. So thank you so much for your time, Robbo. I appreciate it, and uh, well done on yesterday, the announcement of Thanks. Scott Robinson from 2024. Let's get behind the All Blacks and Fozzie going to France. There he is. Robbins, Mark Robinson talking All Blacks. There was a couple of curly questions thrown to him, but we had to ask the questions, and... I can imagine there'd be a little bit of anxiety there in terms of the backroom, but um, yeah, like you said, just got to really rally around this team and, and support them as much as we can. And I, I do generally feel feel for for Fozzie and, and him and, and what's going on, but uh, decisions been made. Now we put a full stop and and take. What were your takeaways from that, Kimpy? We get enough out of that. Oh, look, I think so. I think there's some, some tells in that. I think professional sport, you know, like it's not unusual for me in rugby league, you know, pl- mm. coaches and players are, are moving, moving movable parts um, all throughout 
their career. So this this is different. It, it is the fabric of New Zealand rugby union in this country. Um, the biggest one is that next week we'll start hearing that there are changes. That there are changes coming. The, the good question you asked at the end is: Is that going to happen? Yes, he does get to pick his own team. Look, for the life of me, I hope that uh, Razor gets to pick his own team. I hope he doesn't inherit inherit a backroom staff. I think that he needs he needs to really um, uh, drill down on that point about whether or not he can have the right team around him because it's going to make a hell of a difference if he can get the people that he needs. Yeah. Beautiful. That was Mark Robinson. If you missed that, head over to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on our SEN app, and you can get all the podcasts from this week. A uh, couple of messages before we shoot off. Hi, guys. Just a thought on Razor bringing in a new management team. If he was to go through one or two years, hypothetically speaking, and had poor win record and pressure started to mount for his sacking, get sacked, then would they have to start from scratch again? management team if the new coach doesn't want them. I wonder how careful NZRU have to be because you could see a lot of very good people that know what it takes at that level and have a lot of experience in IP loss to New Zealand rugby yet. Fair question, fair question posed there and uh, well those are the questions that uh, will be left to Mark Robinson and the team but um, yeah he's going to get a full opportunity to bring the people that he thinks can help him go forward and conquer. And we love that and we appreciate that. But I do feel for a lot of people that have been amongst that team for a very long time. I've got my respect for them and I know it'll be a difficult time. But as players, we get shafted, we get moved on and that's the reality of high-performing sport. It's just reality and when we do, it's hard. But you've just got to swallow that pill and, and move forward. It's not the end, although it does feel like it is the end, it is not the end because you are wanted and when you coach in that All Blacks group, your wow, credentials just go through the roof, so no doubt he will be going through. Scott Logan for PT, feel for Gilly and hope he can keep his role if that's what he wants or his huge tenure is given the respect it deserves. Totally agree mate. Gilly, best trainer I've ever had, no, without a doubt, Nick Gill. Absolute champion. We're going to come back and we got the race because it's your chance to get in part, be a part of the race with Self Assured. So Louis will lead that and we've got a Pauli Moati chat as well. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. We came. We saw. Self Assured. He conquered. It's self-assured though, self-assured, and it's assertive best, and he gets the race by Grimms. This equine powerhouse to beat Majestic Cruiser and thread over Spankham. The first ever running of the race by Grins was a dream come true. We watched in awe as our representative in self-assured and Mark Purden sat parked and was way too strong in the finish. This year we're running it back and we want six of you involved. So... Text THE RACE right now to 8833 with your name and where you are around Aotearoa and six of you will be honorary shareholders and self-assured. The best part, if he can defend his race, you'll win $2,000. Text THE RACE to 8833 right now and go on self-assured. I'm riding my chair like a sulky. From <laughs> Mark Purden. I'm up, lean back, Dickie done. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Go, Jimmy, go, Jimmy. Shh, shh. I'm a bit worried about the text machine here, lads. 
It's 28 minutes past eight, and I'm a little bit worried that the text machine's about to self-combust before Smithy gets a chance <laughs> to do his show. You've already put it on life support with your razor messages. Well, now I want you to text double eight double three the race <laughs> and where you are around the country. We've got two people on the team already. We need more. We've got six here to get into the sulky with Mark Purden. Luckily, he's a small man. He's a beautiful man. He's a genius of a man, but he's a smaller man, so he can fit us all in his sulky. And we're I don't know take... about that. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. Sure short. Carry you a squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> we're all getting in. We're going to the race. And I'll tell you why we're going to the race. It's because it's a... Look, Dave Branch and what they've done at Cambridge Raceway, the slot race, just a refresher for everybody. SENZ, last year... Hutchie forked out the big money. We got the slot in this race. Now we have to find a horse each year to put in it. We won it last year. We took away gazillions of dollars. Everybody got paid two grand that was involved uh, via double eight, double three. And we're doing it again. And at the TAB, yeah, TAB R18 Gamble responsibly, guess what? He's second favorite, he's third favorite, $4.50. Akuta, $3.80. Old Town Road, $4.20. By the time Self-Assured's back at the races, I think it even might be this weekend. Uh, don't worry. When he shows his true self, he's going to be starting favorite. He'll be winning this race. I'm all on board. I'm in the car. Mark Purden didn't have to kick me out. He can't. I'm stuck to it. I've glued myself to the sulky, is he? Oh. What, mate? Look, and some of the pundits out there listening, they have come through. This text machine is about to explode. And guess what? There'll be one name coming through. His name's Izzy Dag. I'm a part of that, boy. Get me on. <laughs> oh, I, have, I have just had um, the word through that come April 14, is it? Uh I'm I'm coming to Cambridge. I'm showing my face again. Oh. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna board the plane to Auckland and I'm I'm coming to Cambridge. So that's how fired up I am for the race and we want you involved. Double eight double three, your name and the race where you are. Oh here he is, the race, Izzy Dag. <laughs> <laughs> and my T A B number. So don't be shy to put a fifty dollar T A B bonus bid in there, please, what Louis. Are you, what do you Louis want to do? What am I gonna do with your T A B Because you're Paulie Moati today. <laughs> well, uh, I did so actually I did actually just get told off Greg O'Connor, the great man, just came in here He opened the door and he said I was feeding my horses this morning and you used the M word And I was like, what? What did I do? He said, on a heavy track at Pukekoa You said something was immoral And I said, yeah, but I walked it back straight away, Greg And he said, tut, 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 young man <laughs> It's been scratched anyway, Louis, so you're safe Good, good, can't lose <laughs> Tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> is it can't lose There you go Coming up we've got some headlines With Louis We've got plenty of text messages to get through And good luck to Louis Picking the winner of those golf shoes Because we've had some doozies come through On the text machine But the race If you want to be a part of it Your name Where you are in the country And you could potentially be a part of that group If self-assured Wins the race To win $2,000 Wow we That was such a good gig last year And we loved getting you paid and that was where we met and you met Brett from Huntley well Brett's hungry again and he's back trying to get back in the draw I share some round Brett stop being greedy Brett (laughs) (laughs) that's so good so good here's Aroha with the news for Kubota together we're shaping and building New Zealand thank you Aroha Time to get some headlines from Louis Hermwap, brought to you by Gull, fueling your mission all year round. Louis. Hey, let's talk about something that's not rugby for about 15 seconds. Um, <laughs> David Light 
has been accused of being delusional by the WBO champ Lawrence Ocoli. Now, guys, this is coming up this weekend. David yeah. Light is challenging for a world title shot. Lawrence Ocoli has labelled him delusional. This is in Manchester. He's 20-0, and I remember, David Light. Um, Ocoli's 18-0, and, and he is touted. He's apparently very handy. It's not necessarily the glamour division as the, the cruiserweight division, but this is happening. We need to pump him up. And so to do that, Isaac Peach is David Light's coach, and he's coming on the show. Neeps has done some very tidy work, and he's coming on the show tomorrow. So we'll talk about David, how his preparation's been going, and um, give him the credit he deserves, because he's got a Kiwi fighting in a title fight, which is something that is not to be sniffed at, no matter who you are. Now, back to rugby. Um, <laughs> seriously, there has been massive developments out of the UK on what maybe the global calendar looks like. I know, Izzy, me and you have spoken about this plenty. It's something that interests you. Would have You would have loved it as a player. Well... Every two years, they want to get this Nations Championship or this tournament off the ground where there's a final. And how they're going to do it is they're going to split six nations. So that's going to be ring-fenced. So South Africa, tough luck. You're not joining the Europe. That's going to be ring-fenced. And then there's six countries down here in the Southern Hemisphere. They'll add in Japan and Fiji to start off. Hopefully by 2030, they might have a second division with promotion and relegation. And in the July series, well, instead of being series, like last year we played Ireland three times, we would play three different European nations like we do when we go on a Northern Hemisphere tour. So it would all balance out. There'd be a, a competition. Then the top two teams from each Hemisphere, head-to-head every two years, and kind of like they're billing it north versus south. They would think that that won't compromise the World Cup. That will still have the gloss of a World Cup. And I think this is a good thing, and I'm, I'm glad they're finally starting to pin down details. Now we just need the players to sign it off. Would you sign it off if you are a player, is he? A hundred percent. No doubts, mate. You want to battle against the best. And it's a great initiative. I absolutely love it. Yeah, totally, totally all for it and just doing the reading like that's what people want it won't diminish the world cup the world cup is the pinnacle we know that but six nations has to be the pinnacle competition now there has to be the elite competition like traditionally like you look at six nations now traditionally kicking goals scrumming just quite you know you're just real old school rugby but now there's each team scoring four plus tries so they're actually using the ball. They're playing some nice rugby. It's it's a great watch, and that's what we want to see. You want to see the best teams from the north taking on the best teams from the south. And what I love about this is you've got an opportunity to bring in second-tier nations or, or nations that uh, have struggled traditionally over the last couple of years. 2030, like, there's a genuine pathway for these nations to play at the top level. So you continue to look after the smaller nations. They offer so much on the world stage in terms of players – and and absolute superstars around the world. So, ah, oh, love it. Absolutely love it. And just got to get it off the ground now. And I know the players pull and how much pull they have in the game. Well, if you're against that, there's something quite wrong with you. Because I'm <laughs> totally for it. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. I, you'll be the same, Kempi? Oh, 100%. 100%, mate. You always want to play in the best competitions. I had a look at it this, yeah. in the setup. Um, the only thing I would say is that the home and away, really, it would be nice to sort of play them straight away as opposed to months apart because you're probably playing two different teams, you know what I mean, at different ends of the um, possibly seasons and in different forms. So that format is a little bit 
I don't know, these could be manipulated a little bit, I think. But as a concept, I think it's great. Fantastic. And it's encouraging second tier nations. Like the, I was just doing some reading then. The British and Irish Lions team, when they tour as normal, will be play, uh, playing against other nations that wouldn't get those opportunities to play against the best players in the world on the British and Irish Lions tour. So, yeah, great great initiative and about time that it started taking place. We've been asking that for the clubs. Well, this is an international level, so even better. We're going to continue our talk with, uh, well, with you in, returns, in terms of rugby and plenty of messages getting on board that the race, so we'll pick those winners later on the show. We'll pick the winner of the shoes as well. There's been plenty of messages coming through. You want to read a couple of those, Kempe? We'll go from top to bottom. Start with Murray. Yeah, Murray said, and Ray's his favourite club, Mount Monganui Rugby Football Club. That's from Murray. Of course, it's uh, <laughs> obviously got a good little wave down there too, which Razor loves. So next one here, uh, this is from... Uh, from Marshy, Razor's favourite club would be Taradale. Madison Trophy Don't double winners. Go to Mighty Yuck. Maroons. Go the Mighty Magpies. <laughs> yeah, that's from Izzy's mate. Marshy, <laughs> making sure he's got that one in there. Guys, do you think Ryan O'Gara, and I was going to say this to you before, Izzy, when they said, are they going to add someone to the um, to the mix, you'd, you'd have to think that Ronan O'Gara is actually going to get a phone call. you know, And that's what Nick P sent in. He sent in, do you think he gets a phone call? Well, I think Ronan does get a phone call. I think Ronan O'Gara, I think him and him and that is he the right hand man? That was my question earlier. Um, one here from Yvonne. Hey man, probably already been said, but definitely the recovery wedge to get us out of the rabbit hole for good. That's from Yvonne. Uh, morning boys, great razor chat. The the putter is Razor's club. It's a club that can snatch the game away. One out uh, to win the pressure club that very few can handle with the skill of Razor, cool, calm and collected. If he was a golfer with his present win record, he'd be greater than Tiger. That's from PJ. <laughs> Obviously got the patch on PJ. I love it. Razor's the putter in my bag. He loves it on the dance floor and gets it done first time. That's another <laughs> texter. Mate, there's, I don't know, best of luck picking him. There's a thousand good ones in here. Seriously. Oh, man, so, so good. Keep them coming. And we've got a couple of minutes before we shoot off. We've got Smithy coming up, and no doubt he'll have a jam-packed show in terms of the Razor announcement. And we had Mark Robinson on earlier, and if you missed that, you can head over to Izzy and Kimpy for breakfast and catch up with Robbo and what he had to say about the current announcement of Razor Ray, announced as the all-black coach. Uh, just a couple more before we shoot off. Razor is the sandwich. Gets you off the sand and onto the putting green. Waves. Huge congratulations from the Sumner Rugby Club from Ryan. And just one more. Razor's Golf Club's a no-brainer. The Callaway Razor Irons. The Callaway Razor Irons. They are actually called Razor Irons. <laughs> Backed up with a Callaway Rogue Driver from Mark. So, so good. Razor's done all the talking and dancing. Going to be interesting to see if he can back it all up. From Ryan. Has he got any new Supporting moves? A bit of, oh, I don't know. Well, there's one saying, you see, you can only dance if he wins the World Cup. You ain't dancing around the Bledisloe Cup, and I'm I'm all for that, to be completely honest. Just keep it all out on the field. We're going to be c- continuing our chats. We're going to be announcing plenty of winners coming up. There's plenty still left on our show, so stay tuned. Back soon. Rightio, we're 13 minutes away from nine, and I I actually have to apologise to Bradley Bacon, Josh Pearson. I suppose I have to apologise to Craig Hutchley, uh, Craig Hutchison, and um, Bingers as well, our new CEO, because the text machine's actually done? melted. The text machine's melted. 
you're gonna have to invest in new, um, new technology. It's it's actually it's actually <laughs> it's actually glued to the desk, and it's at minus eighteen <laughs> degrees here in Christchurch, and somehow it's melted. So, uh, firstly, apologies. Yeah, I'm tired. Secondly, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder how Razor feels. I hope he was listening on the way to work today, Kempi. Do you reckon he was? Did you listen to the radio 100%. on the way to work? He's been texting me all morning. Keep going, Kempi. <laughs> Keep pumping me up. <laughs> he, lo- he always loved you, Kempi. He was asking me if I want to be his defensive coach. Of course I do, Razor. Just give me a call, That's son. deep. That's deep. <laughs> deep, deep Kempi. <laughs> okay, so now we've got that out of the way. Um, these golf shoes. Oh, we've never had a. We've never had such a weird text topic go this berserk. What what golf club is Razor in the bag, or what's his favourite club? There's just too many to really be able to <laughs> single one out. But I'm going to give it to this man because he's a loyal listener of the show. A. He's been texting every day for these shoes. B. And C. This is actually fantastic. Brenton. Razor is the 15th club in your bag. It's so unfair on all the other teams having someone so good and it should be illegal. But Daggy plays with 15, so all good. Size 9, please, Brenton. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do have 15 clubs in my bag. He's a loyalist. My arms, baby, because they get the job done. Don't worry. (laughs) I've got 14. Oh, that's a good one, mate. Honestly, I can't pay. I can't pay. Thank you so much for all your messages coming through. You're absolutely a champion bunch, and without you, we, we, the show wouldn't be what it is. So we appreciate all your input every single time and morning. The calls have come through. Should we read a couple of these? Yeah, here's one. Is it broken? Yeah, it is. Bradley it Bacon. is broken. Yes, it yeah, is broken. It's gone nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone crazy No it's not Brad So you can go back to sleep mate You can go back to sleep <laughs> Megan <laughs> Morena I'm super thrilled for our Razor Raid Determination Hard work from him to be third time lucky My only hope is that the rigid, rigid structure of the NZRU Doesn't dampen or restrict Razor And his quirky personality Which is the thing we all love about him And his ability to bring rupu, uh, people together And get the best out of them This is a chance for the NZRU To bring some fresh thoughts and Perhaps an opportunity to change their own persona in the eyes of the AB's fans. Cheers, Megan. Thank you so much. And Dino, huge congrats to Razor. 12 months, 12 months too late. Looking forward to 2024. The best coach, new management, new young team, which will be creative, innovative, exciting to watch. That is from Dino. And who takes over from the Blues if Leon does take that motive, uh, the important assistant coaching role? Hopefully Joe Smith. I can see Joe Smith taking over. That role with um, with Razor uh, with the Blues because I heard Joe Smith won't work with Razor, so that won't be an option. But anyway, really, did mm. for the All Blacks have Ooh, a great day. That might be a that might be another another interview. We have to organise that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he where's Matt Todd at? Where's Matt Todd at? Do you think this is his last year playing? Because he, he's one coaching job away from being, he can't be the head coach of the Crusaders, but I would desperately want him to be in the regime next season. Is he still going to play footy, or can we get him get it, hang them up? Uh, I think he's still playing. I think he's still playing. Last I heard, he's going to try and go again in Japan, but hey, this announcement might have opened up his eyes and, and given him an opportunity. How good would it see him coming back to the fold and, and uh, being a part of that Crusaders team? So, I don't know. 
time will tell. There's plenty of questions that, that need to be answered over the next couple of week, and I'm, weeks, and I'm pretty sure we'll get those answers. We'll keep trying our best to get those answers on SENZ. It has been a momentous today, uh, day today talking about Razor Ray. We're going to have to shoot off, and we'll come back and catch up with the one and only Ian Smith. We're going to pick our winner of the race, brother. How are we going? Good luck to picking that. There's been plenty coming through. Yeah, it's, it's, as I said, the text machine broke. So um, if you if you <laughs> send a text and you're not sure whether it made it through, try again next week on Wednesday, same sort of time. But I'll tell you whose text message made it through. Uh, no relation of Brendan, because it's not spelt the same. Baz. Peter, M- Peter McCallum, Raglan. Raglan. He's a surfer. He's also a harness racing fan. Good on you, Peter. You're in the sulky with nice. Mark Purden, Daggy, Kempe, myself, our previous two entrants. So we've got half the slots filled. We've got three more people to get involved uh, before Self Assured goes around and wins the race, Kempe. Me, you and Daggy, fill it now. We're off. <laughs> we're jumping on. <laughs> oh, we're mate, what a show. Here, what a show today. And we're going to cross to the legend <laughs> that is Ian Smith. Smithy, how are you going this morning, mate? Big news breaking yesterday. What's your initial thoughts? Uh, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad the appointment is, <laughs> uh, has been made because this is something that shouldn't have been happening now. This should have been happening in uh, November and December. When you know when this current business has concluded, the current business of trying to win the World Cup with the guy that you appointed to do it, now, I think it's it's pretty average actually, to be perfectly honest. But I'm glad, I'm very glad that it's now we can put a full stop on with it and get to, get uh, get on with the uh, the rest of the business at hand. The burning, uh, it's, the it's burning been, question, it, Smithy, yeah. on your lips. The burning question. The burning question yeah. um, is. Well, the burning question for me is, we don't know how good Razor will be, do we? Mm, when you right. you appoint anyone to a job of that kind of stature, um, you're always taking a risk. There are no guarantees in sport. There's no guarantees. There's no certainties. He's going to lose a lot of experience uh, at the end of this World mm. Cup. And uh, and what this has effectively done now, in my opinion, humble opinion, which counts for bugger all, um, is that they've put more pressure, much more pressure on uh, Scott Robertson. There's more pressure now on Scott Robertson than there ever is on Ian Foster. And Ian Foster's going to try and win the World Cup for us shortly. Tell us about your golfing yesterday, Smithy. The Dambrose, did you win? I was brilliant. (laughs) No, I didn't win. (laughs) Doesn't sound like it, Smithy. Must have been a tough day. No, it was a good day. A very, very good day, actually. Um, So uh, nearly hold him on the 16th, which was very close. Uh, I think so, yeah. I I left just prior to the auction, but... um, I believe so. So um, they would have done, and and met some remarkable people, and what a great cause. Um, And it's an understated cause, but it's a great cause, I promise you. Obviously talking rugby, Smithy. uh, Yeah, Ricardo and I are going to try and get through the first hour. Um, Hopefully we'll get some calls. Beautiful. Beautiful. Big show coming up for Ian Smith. Stay tuned. Plenty to debate, and then... After midday, Staffy, live from Turf Days down here in Christchurch. I'm going to make my way there to PGG Rights and Turf, do some bit of emceeing, and then jump on the cans with uh, Mark Stafford. So stay tuned. A big show. Thank you so much for all your messages coming through. We'll be back to tomorrow. Can't wait.